What is up, everybody? It's your girl, VLM, Victoria Lynn Myers, aka Tori, aka Tortor McGore. And we are back. We are back, baby. We are back, and you know how we say better than ever. Fingers crossed. Welcome back. If you're new here, hi again. My name is Tori. Welcome to this shit show I call life. If you are not new here and you are a returning customer, as always, we start out this order of service by giving you a round of applause. So let's get our hands out and clap. <laughs> Woo! Yeah! Yeah. Woo! Yes. We are back. We are back, baby. I wonder if that sounds louder. I like put my phone closer up to my mouth. Anyway, wow, it has been quite a minute. It has been more than a minute. It has been more than a week. I wager to say it has been two weeks maybe even. Who knows? But how are you? How are you doing? Miss Rona is uh, back and... Um, and her words are in her mind better than ever. Uh, to us, it is not better than ever. Yeah, Rona's back. Rona, Rona's been here. We all kind of just paused Rona for a minute to do the protests and stuff, which we should all continue doing. We should all continue to speak against racism and everything else. But we all paused that a bit to go out and show up for people who needed us. Um, but Rona did not decide to pause. I don't know why I'm making this whole segment on her, though. She does not get any more time than what she already gets on TV. Anyway, hope everybody is doing well. It has been quite a minute. I have been fairly busy. The last two weeks, I've been running around like a chicken with my head cut off, which that's probably not going to age well. <laughs> Um, that's that saying. Have you ever looked back at the sayings that were popular and just said, ooh, that is not good? Uh, I think every hundred years we should literally abolish everything. We should wipe it clean, start completely over because we are a shit show as human beings. Um, with that being said, wow, quite a bit new. Been working on some art commissions. Very thankful for that. Popping off on TikTok a bit. I will say if you're on TikTok, they have changed the algorithm and it is not in our favor. Why do they have to do that? I think I already talked about this in a prior episode. I think the one right before this. TikTok changes the algorithm just like Instagram used to. Instagram used to be fairly easy to get onto the explore page. Then as time progressed, it became increasingly difficult to land on the explore page you know the holy uh what is that called a biblical reference i don't know whatever anyway tiktok has changed their algorithm i was gaining quite a bit of followers which i'm thankful for all 210 or 11k of you very thankful surprised at how quickly that popped off annoyed though that it potentially is going to be banned in America. Not excited for that, especially given the fact that they're towards, I mean, assuming that it it ends within the next week, which they're like anticipating it might, uh, I was making a decent amount of income from there. 
So that's not cool. But I assume there will be a replacement of TikTok given the fact that it popped off everywhere um, if it is in fact banned. So we'll see. Fingers crossed. My eggs are never in just one basket, though. You know, your girl is constantly grinding, constantly saving her coins, constantly doing the most to her demise sometimes. I don't know why I'm referring to myself in a third person at this point, but we're going to roll with it. Anyway, I've been working on some art, going to finish up a project hopefully in the next few days for a customer of mine. Very thankful for people who commissioned me. It's very fun to create, especially all of my clients thus far have been relatively easy to deal with. I love it whenever they give me a color scheme and allow me to just express myself. That's very nice because nothing is worse than somebody telling you exactly what to do as an artist you know you want to have that freedom to just kind of go at it so I'm thankful for that um what else what else does I get to talk about I was going to talk about potentially starting an OnlyFans and I know what you're thinking or maybe I don't maybe maybe this is an assumption and we shouldn't assume because it makes an a-hole out of you and I but Thinking about starting an OnlyFans, thought I'd drop the news on here first because it's the closest, nearest, and dearest to my heart people. Gotten several DMs, you know, asking me, especially over the last month or two, um, but even prior to that, I had had several people asking me to start one. A lot of people on TikTok wanted me to start one. Um, and then just really thinking about, okay, I have 60K on Instagram now. I have 211K on TikTok. That's over 270,000 followers. Even if 1,000 of those followers came over to my OnlyFans, I haven't started one yet. This is just my thought process, right? Would solely be posting bikini pictures or lingerie, which is like on my Instagram right now. I just went through and cleaned it up a bit, but I'm gonna I'm gonna occasionally post one on Instagram just to keep my audience engaged. But more so, my Instagram would then turn into um, stuff for brands and stuff like that more than butt pics. Um, And then I would funnel all of the people that are interested in seeing more body-focused images um, onto my OnlyFans. And from the little bit of research I've done, um, and I could be wrong, this is all in beta phase, beta testing, but assuming that even 1K of those people out of the 270,000 people that follow me across, you know, across my platforms, assuming 1K of those people went over to my OnlyFans and subscribed, if I charge $20 per month for a subscription, you know, um, and that's assuming like I'm not, you know, even having conversations with these people, it's just solely like here is my OnlyFans, subscribe, you subscribe for 20K a month. I don't even know if that's the rate that I would charge. I haven't thought this far through. But doing rough math, that is 20K a month I could be making that I am not now. For literally images I am already shooting or already have in my camera roll that are just that are just bikini or, you know, lingerie type content. I don't know, man. That's that's kind of my thought process right now. As women, Particularly, it is so important. I mean, across the board, financial freedom is the only freedom you can have. Whenever you're financially free, it doesn't force you into situations that you wouldn't be in otherwise. 
whether that be, you know, unhealthy relationships, whether that be, I don't know, even with, you guys know, you've heard my content on here, you've heard what's happened, you've heard, you know, being pressured to shoot certain content with photographers, them releasing it for money, it would put the power more so in my hands to A, get paid, B, I could do this remotely, I could do this wherever, I could be shooting only content that I feel comfortable shooting, no one else is going to pressure me, it would just be solely me, and I could charge for it. Like, it really feels like a no-brainer. The only thing I will say that I'm worried about is the stigma around it, which that we could we could talk about now, we could talk about it at a later date, but let's dive in a little bit into women and men's sexuality being viewed as different, right? The other day, I was riding with one of my friends, and we drove past this car. It was like downtown Chicago or something like that, and it was like a really souped up car. And my friend said, wow, that he's, he's pimping, you know, this car. Now, being the feminist that I am, you know, and I don't even know how to feel about feminism nowadays, you know, with Feminism mainly being for white females, it seems like kind of a Karen thing, but I I would love to have something more inclusive. But with that being said, I was diving into the term pimping as I as I normally try to do. I try to dive into terms because it's like the only way to age well, not even not even physically, but our society as a whole is by diving into terms and dissecting them and hopefully beating the curve of society telling you not to say something and you deciding not to say it because it's problematic prior to people acknowledging that it's problematic. That's the only way to age well. Um, And so I was thinking, okay, pimpin', why is it, okay, you're saying, man, I wish I could have recorded what I was saying because it made much more sense in the moment. But pretty much, okay, the term pimping refers to a pimp, a male prostitute, or not a male prostitute, a guy that pimps out women for money. Pimps are viewed, generally speaking, as good, good people, you know, or like it's pimping is a compliment. That car is pimping. You're pimping. I don't even know if people still use that term, but my friend used the term, whatever. Pimping is normally used as a compliment, whereas any derogative for females of anything claiming her sexuality is referred to as bad, skank, slut, whore, all of these things, right? Why is it that the only way that sexuality is viewed for females is if a male is is controlling the situation? I, I don't know if that's making any sense, but... I just feel like there's so much pressure. Like even I I said to my friend whenever I reached out to a few girls that are doing OnlyFans and I'm like, I'm thinking about doing it, but I really need to work on getting past the stigma. And I started talking about how, you know, I have a a predominantly male audience specifically on Instagram. Um, I don't, I, you know what? I haven't checked. I, I, I had to switch over my account um, to a business profile to post for Bumble because they had hired me and I needed to create like a swipe up link. And I haven't monitored like my male to female ratio. I, I, I kind of am despaired, despaired. I don't know what the fuck am I saying? I'm kind of worried to check that. I don't know. I might, I wish I had more female followers. We're working on that though. Mainly, I mean, not that I'm anti-male, but mainly for brands and stuff like that. 
you know, dress companies, clothing brands look at your male to female ratio in order to hire you because they want to hit a targeted demographic, whatever. Anyway, as I was saying, though, I, I reached out to one of my friends and was talking about the stigma behind it. And I just think it's interesting. It's such a paradox because I feel like there's a million dudes right now that are like, start an OnlyFans, start an OnlyFans. I would love for you to start an OnlyFans. Even if I'm just posting bikini pictures, butt pictures, whatever. They want to see it. Cool. That's great. I am worried about the minute that I release, you know, that I am starting an OnlyFans. Even if I clarify to everybody across the board, hey, it's strictly bikini pictures. Hey, it's strictly like the same stuff, you know, particularly on my Instagram as it would be my OnlyFans. I feel like those same dudes that will be like, hey, start an OnlyFans are going to be the same ones that'll flip it and be like, you slut, you whore, you skank, you know? It's just so ironic, and I feel like as a woman, you can't win. If you claim your sexuality, maybe that's the thing. Maybe I need to work on not caring, not caring about winning. If I'm internally winning, if I'm financially winning, then who who really cares what people that aren't paying my bills or aren't bringing me any sort of happiness have to say? Really need to work on that. But, I mean, even the best of us, we are very social animals in terms of, like, you know, needing some sort of external validation, regardless of how internally strong you are, you need some sort of external validation to feel good, I guess, in your life. With that being said, though, I just feel like it's so ironic that I I just have a feeling, watch, if I do start an OnlyFans, I swear, (laughs) some of some of the people that are telling me to are going to then slide in and be like, okay, you whore, you know, I just feel like you can't win as a woman. And I know that I'm not alone in feeling this. Um, so yeah, I might start an OnlyFans. Um, I'm still learning what all goes into it. I've had a few friends offer to manage me. Um, but initially, I don't think I would even need that. I just want to try it out, even if it's just for a month, just to see how it goes. You know, obviously, if I did a subscription basis, I would have to continue posting engaging content, which I would. Um, I'm just I'm just more so trying to figure out how to navigate to continue growing my Instagram audience while continuing to keep my male followers happy on Instagram while mainly not posting bikini pictures and saving those for my OnlyFans. I don't know. We'll see. It's a lot. It's a lot to navigate. I'm still in the very beginnings of even figuring it out or trying to figure it out and also trying to get past the stigma internally. Um... But yeah, I think I just like that idea better. I like the idea of having a cleaner Instagram presence, more family friendly. Also, I like the idea of reclaiming everything. I like the idea of being able to post the content that I want to post. Um, it's It just takes full control into your own hands, which I haven't had, you know. I mean, I have, but not at the extent that I've wanted to. So we'll see. My family, my birthday is July 22nd. Um, My family is coming up for it, potentially, hopefully. Um, They bought their flight tickets, but they're saying, I don't know, they're, I don't know how to feel about them. I feel like they worry a lot, which Apple doesn't fall far from the tree here, honey. Um, But they are already thinking of potentially not being able to come because of covid Um, which I get it's valid, but at the same time, like I've traveled down there to see them. I've traveled all over. I'm fine. As far as I know, knock on wood. I mean, 
I don't know. I just feel it's hard for me to understand or know how to feel in regards to my family. Like, I want to have the best viewpoint possible with them. And I know that they mean well. And it's hard whenever you see both sides of a coin. But at the same time, like, I have a tendency just in regards to everyone in my life, giving everybody at all times the benefit of the doubt. And at the end of the day, intentions don't really matter. It's about actions. And this this doesn't really go with what, I mean, it does, but I wasn't really directing it at them. Just in general, remember that. Actions, you know, as the saying goes, actions speak louder than words. Intentions, I don't know. You can be an empathet, empath to death. Um And just give yourself that same credit. Give yourself that same empathy that you would give other people. You find yourself trying to really stretch or reach for somebody. Not not reach physically. But like if you're trying to make excuses for other people all the time. But you never give yourself any slack. Maybe give yourself a little bit of that love you're trying to give other people. I don't know. Just food for thought. But yeah, that's pretty much what's new with me. Um, what else? I need to get plants. I need to get plants, plants, plants for my kitchen. Still have so much to do with my apartment. I'm, I'm excited. It's one of those things. <laughs> I don't know if anybody else can relate to this, but okay. One of my like funnest hobbies right now that I don't really try to monetize too much is interior design. Um, like I love interior design through and through. I, it's kind of annoying how much I'm running into the like realization that I like expensive items like for my home specifically but it but just in general um excuse me I'm about to burp which what is a podcast without a burp okay but with that being said I get stressed out looking for house stuff I don't know why I just start stressing out like I really need to calm down and like enjoy it because it's a fun thing for me but like okay for example There's this one chair. I swear, I think I talked about it in my previous podcast. (laughs) This is my problem. I get obsessed with like one item of furniture and I won't stop until I find it. Like there were these one chairs in my kitchen right now that I found. It literally took me probably six months. I mean, I could have bought them new. Granted, it would have been like $200 per chair for kitchen chair set, maybe even more. I found them on Facebook Marketplace. The whole set, like I got it from this older lady. I don't think she really knew what she had. But the whole set, it came with a table, which I eventually disregarded. Um, But four chairs, $80. Like, and I can upsell those at any point if I wanted to and make quite a a bit of money given the amount that I put into it. But with it being said, like, I get stuck on one piece of furniture and I won't stop until I get it. And right now it is this chair called the Togo chair. Um, they also go by fireside chair. I think like, I think that's what it's also called. It's like a modular, um, low to the ground, almost like beanbag chair. I think it would look perfect by my art and stuff. Also, I really want to get some more art, but with that being said, I can't find it anywhere. Okay. First of all, it's ridiculous price. Like if you find one that you like, which I'm looking for like a white one, but something that like I can wipe down to where, cause I'm like really, <laughs> I'm really crusty as a person. Like I am not the most sanitary person. Like I, okay. On a level of one to 10, 10 being like super clean, one being crusty. I'm probably a five, 
You know, I alternate maybe between like a four and a six, but I am not where I need to be in terms of organization and in terms in terms of everything else. So with a chair, I really want something that's white because I love white aesthetic, but something that is maybe like a nylon or polyester. I don't know. Something, is that even the right material I'm thinking of? Something that's wipeable. Um, that way I can keep it clean. Um, but anyway, with that being said, okay, if you find one, they don't even like new. These chairs range like from, I think, 1800 to $2,000 for just a chair, right? <laughs> this is my issue. Um, and the one that I want, of course, they don't make that color anymore. Like it's like white and like, oh, it's vinyl. I think, I think it's vinyl. Um, they don't make that anymore. So I'd have to find it antique or get something reupholstered. The problem is, is that Walmart a while back, I know you guys don't give a shit. (laughs) Problem is, is that a while back, Walmart made a knockoff version of it. Ugh, I would have scooped one up if I would have known it. For like a few hundred dollars, which I am totally willing to spend. This is what this is what happens. I become obsessed with certain products and I won't stop until I find it. And this is like, like I said in my previous, I think my previous podcast, I literally have a picture of the Togo chair. I mean, mind you, it's like a whole aesthetic picture. It's not just like a chair on my phone, but literally <laughs> I have a picture of this Togo chair on my phone because I want it so bad. Um... But yeah, with that being said, I get stressed the fuck out every time I try to shop for furniture. And I don't know why because it's like the one thing that like consumes me and I love and like I've never had a place that I felt completely at home. And so now that I finally have like an apartment that is like a safe space for me, nothing bad has happened here, you know, at least yet, knock on wood. I mean, everything is how I want it to be in terms of like it's just perfect and I can't wait to make it all completely my own and then I'll be up till like 1am stressed the fuck out looking for furniture and I'm like okay this is this is stupid what am I doing (laughs) I don't know if anybody else is like that if anybody else is like that please let me know in my dms speaking of which one more thing and then I'm done um I think Instagram has been this is the this is the problem with uh, switching to a business profile or any type of profile on Instagram that monitors analytics is that they limit your messages coming in. Like I notice that if I go to my pending messages and I delete like, you know, if there's dick pics coming in or whatever, like or image pending or whatever it is, I'll delete those. And then the minute that I delete those, then more messages will roll in. So I feel like Instagram, after I have like a hundred pending messages, which I always have like a running hundred at least pending messages. Um, once I go through and delete a few of those, then Instagram will then show me more. So if you guys have been trying to DM me, shoot me an email maybe or something. I don't know. Um, I don't know if anybody is having a hard time getting a hold of me, but that is what is up. Um, my email is Myers at gmail.com if you have any business or like I don't know. I got a I got a really nice email like I think a week or two ago from a dude talking about my podcast and I really appreciate that. Um but yeah. I really hope everybody is taking care. I know everything in the world feels so uncertain right now. Life is crazy. If there's anything I can do, as always, please reach out to me. You're not alone in this. Hang in there. Um but yeah, with that being said, let me know about the OnlyFans thing. Really interested to hear your guys' feedback. Um, But we'll talk soon. Love and light. Tori.